You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's spotlight America's team with our good friend Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. Check him out on Talking Cowboys. You can catch it weekdays on the Cowboys team channel here on TuneIn. Mickey, as always, we appreciate the time. So let's start with the Cowboys offense. Were you surprised that they were ineffective in the second half after the solid first half performance on Sunday against the Rams? Or perhaps we should give Wade Phillips some credit for making defensive adjustments for the Rams. Yeah, I I thought that the way the Cowboys were rolling in the first half that, uh, you know, this this would be uh, a 40 point game. You know, it's kind of weird. Uh, because we're talking about a team that scored 30 points and had 440 yards total offense, and uh, uh, and it ends up the narrative is, well, the offense kind of failed. Well, yeah, I, I guess they should have scored, you know, 40 points and put up 500 yards offense. Uh, they ran into a couple problems in the second half, uh, getting themselves in a couple third and long situations that they – they basically couldn't overcome. Uh, there were four third and there four four third downs. Uh, they had five third downs there early. They converted one. The other ones they faced third and eleven, third and seven, third and six, and third and eight. And that's kind of been uh, you know their Achilles' heel uh, so far in the season, not being able to do a good job on third and more than six. So uh, that kind of bogged them down. Um, and, and then the other thing I thought that, you know, really turned the momentum of the game, uh, when you're leading 17 to six in the first half, you force, uh, the Rams to punt and then you fumble the punt, uh, and set them up for an 18 yard drive for a touchdown. I think at that point they had scored on their first three possessions. The Rams weren't stopping them. And I think if you take that possession and score, uh, you're probably turning the game into a laugher. So uh, there were a couple things that uh, happened uh, not defensively uh, that got them in a bind. But, yeah, you want to keep scoring. Uh, like I said, they put up 30, and that was the first time in uh, 16 games the Cowboys have scored 30 points that they didn't win. Uh, so, uh, you know, got to do a better job on first down. Uh, a couple runs uh, ended up with one yard, zero yards, uh, and I think that got them behind the chains. You mentioned some runs uh, on first down, start out with one yard, sometimes zero yards, maybe even negative yards. Kind of going back to the Denver Bronco game when uh, they basically just clocked up every hole possible. They have Green Bay coming up next. I know they have a ton of injuries on the offensive side of football when it comes to the tackles, mainly up front. But they still find ways, Cobb. You still still find ways uh, to win games. Give me your take in the position that the Cowboys are in right now. 3.6 yard per rush for Ezekiel Elliott. Struggling sometimes in the passing game. Not as smooth as they were last year. Give me your take on how or what they need to do in order to beat this Green Bay Packer team that's playing pretty good considering some of the injuries they have. I think they need to be more consistent uh, on the offensive line. You know, I think there's this assumption that just because they have three uh, Pro Bowl offensive linemen, that when you're filling in two other spots uh, with basically new guys, that nothing changes. Uh, I think, you know, we're at the point now where that offensive line has to improve, and that's everybody. Uh, I, I don't see the continuity uh, that they had last year. 
And, you know, let's face it, they, they ended up with uh, a, somebody having to sub in at left guard. And I'm not saying if you can't play well at left guard, that's going to mess up your whole offensive line. Uh, but Jonathan Cooper had to play for Chaz Green at the left guard. Lel Collins is still coming along at the right tackle spot. And, and just like the, the line just wasn't coordinated. They would have a bad play here, a bad play there, and, and it kind of just messes up the entire offense. So to me, the thing that's got to improve offensively uh, is the offensive line not having these bad plays. And it's not the same guy every time either. I mean, Tyron Smith wasn't perfect. Zach Martin wasn't perfect. Uh, you know, so they've got to do a better job getting that offensive line coordinated so that you don't have those negative runs uh, in, in the running game. Uh, that, you know, they did a good job the first half. Uh, Zeke wasn't getting hit behind the line of scrimmage uh, the way he was so much against Denver and Arizona. They did a better job of that, but then the second half, there were a couple plays in there that bogged down drives, and then they didn't do a very good job of protecting Dak Prescott uh, as well as they should have. He's Cordell Stewart. I'm Brian Weber chatting with Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. Mickey David Irving's four-game suspension is done. What does his return mean to this defense as they get ready to match up with Aaron Rodgers on Sunday? Well, he, he, this was the first day he was allowed back after the four-game uh, suspension. The Cowboys do have a one-game uh, exemption for the roster. Uh, if he indeed might not be ready to play on Sunday, uh, they, they got the roster exemption until the following Monday. Uh, my understanding is, is he, he's here. Uh, looks like he showed up in pretty good shape. Uh, so he's going to have his first padded practice uh, since the the week of the Oakland preseason game, which was the fourth preseason of five preseason games uh, for Cowboys. So uh, they're going to get him in a padded practice on Wednesday, see how he does. I would imagine they want him out on the field as soon as they deem him ready, and I would imagine they deem him ready on Friday. Uh, they, they need him. Uh, they can play him at either of the defensive end spots. They can move him inside. Uh, he was probably most disruptive last year uh, when they went to their three-down lineman package, and he was the middle guy uh, of the three, and, and he really hurt the Packers in the regular season game doing that. Uh, so uh, this should give them a boost because they're sort of getting one-sided on that defensive line. You know, other than Demarcus Lawrence and Malik Collins, they're not getting much out of the other two spots. And they've been rotating guys in and out of there, and they just haven't got much production. And I'm not just talking about rushing the quarterback. they got to do a better job against the run because the common thread in both losses uh, is this. The Broncos ran for 178 yards on the Cowboys, and the Rams ran for 168, and each had a 100-yard rusher. The Cowboys went through the entire 2016 season without an opponent having a 100-yard uh, rusher. Uh, and now it's happened two, twice in four games. Uh, so David Irving can only help. Uh, and then the other help they need is to get their linebackers healthy and back on the field. Uh, it looks like Anthony Hitchens uh, will practice again this week, but more so than he did on a limited basis last week. Uh, there's a chance that Sean Lee 
uh, will be ready to go. Now, they're going to be careful with that because they have a bye following the Green Bay game. And as you guys know, those hamstrings can be pretty delicate. And the last thing you want to do is you know, turn a one- or two-week injury into a month injury uh, by playing him too soon. I think they feel optimistic that he can get back into practice this week. We'll see where it goes. But I think between the, those three things, it should help out uh, this defense maybe get back on track. Let's just say there's another DeMarcus that's playing really well up front. The last one there named DeMarcus was DeMarcus Ware, who was pretty good off the edge uh, when he was there with the Dallas Cowboys. And, of course, we know he went off to Denver and got him a championship in Super Bowl 50. But you mentioned and you alluded to him, DeMarcus Lawrence. He has seven and a half sacks, which leads the National Football League on this team, and everyone else uh, combined has four and a half sacks. Tell me, how big is it to have a player that's that dynamic in the trenches uh, when it comes down to being able to make the stops that's needed uh, when you look at this defense and their inability to make key stops similar to what they did last year uh, with Marinelli's defense and also this year with giving up the points that they've been giving up so far? Yeah, Cordell, he's huge. I mean, this is the first time you mentioned DeMarcus Ware. This is the first time the Cowboys have had a defensive player lead the league in sacks at any point uh, since the 2012 season. So it was the year before uh, Ware's last year with the Cowboys. Um, But here's the deal. You know, you can't have a one-man line. You mentioned, uh, you know, the sacks they have. Uh, and they're, I think, ranked third right now in the league. But Demarcus Lawrence has seven and a half. Malik Collins has two and a half. We can do the math on that, right? That's ten. Uh, the rest of the team only has like three sacks. They got to be better than that. They have to be more balanced. Uh, what happened against the Rams is the Rams finally just came out and said, you know what? You're not messing up my offense anymore. We're double-teaming you. We're going to put a tight end there. And then the other thing that started happening is they started using their running back to chip him. And that's when he almost got hurt. I don't know if you guys saw the play. Uh, he went down for you know a play or two, uh, but the running back got him right on the hip. Uh, so, again, it's one thing to have that guy that can kind of, kind of mess up the coordination of an opposing offense, but you better have somebody else. Otherwise, they'll just concentrate on him and say, we'll take our chances with everybody else. Uh, his, his ability, and it's not just the, the sacks either. If you look at the amount of quarterback hits he has and tackles behind the line of scrimmage in the running game, uh, he's been huge. Uh, they've been searching for a guy like that for you know since Demarcus Ware left. He's got more sacks now uh, than two of the last three years. The te- guys that led him in sacks, the the two of those years, the guy that led this team in sacks had all of six. The one year somebody had more than six, well, it just happened to be Demarcus Lawrence with eight before he started having back problems. He looks healthy. Uh, he's given this, this team a real boost at that spot, but it's not enough. The other two, three guys uh, have to be able to step up. Mickey, great information as always. Thanks for joining us again on the NFL on TuneIn. Enjoy the playoff rematch coming up on Sunday in Arlington. I appreciate it, and good to be with you guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.